I remember people around me were excited in a way and it was like you know you're finally single and free this is something that should be celebrated and I just hated it like I hated it so much because all I felt was this huge void within myself and my life and I had absolutely no idea how to fill that up myself. I think in a way I had to relearn what it meant to fall in love with myself and my life but now looking back I'm so grateful like so so grateful that I took the time to figure that out before jumping into the next thing or whatever because to me falling in love with myself has proven to be more rewarding and more beautiful than anything I have ever experienced with another person. Hi everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I hope that everyone is doing well. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode is going to be for anyone who is currently feeling single and lonely. It's an episode on how to be happy and how to fall in love with your life without the presence of someone else, how to deal with feeling alone in that, why being single is actually an amazing thing to experience, and yeah, many other interesting topics to cover today, and I'm excited, so let's get right into the conversation. Chapter one, fall in love with your own life. I think as a world, we really love love and we love love stories. And so with all the books and songs and movies out there that push this idea, being in love represents joy and happiness and excitement and maybe even purpose in life. And so when you're single, it can feel like that is missing. But that's actually not true, you know, because for myself, I realized, yes, love stories between two people are beautiful but actually my relationship with myself is the most amazing love story that I'm ever going to experience because I have been with myself from the beginning and I have stuck by my side through everything I have seen myself deeper than anyone else has and in many ways I have told myself until death do us apart and I can't even break that promise if I tried and so actually what an amazing and beautiful love story that is. So I just started to romanticize my own life in the way that we are always taught to romanticize the idea of a love story or a relationship with someone else. And so to put the same effort into the little moments in my day in the way that we would if there would be someone else next to us and to feel the same excitement and purpose and joy to experience life in the way that we are taught to feel when we are experiencing life with someone else because actually there is really absolutely no reason why we should not be putting the same amount of effort into our own relationship with ourself and our own love story with ourself really in the way that we are taught to feel about a love story with someone else and there is no reason why we should not be romanticizing the simple fact that we are alive and experiencing life in the way that we are always taught to romanticize the idea of experiencing life with someone else. 
first, this might sound like a cliche thing to say, and it might even sound a little bit airy. Like, I think, I don't know, if someone would have told me this in the depths of feeling really, really lonely and really overwhelmed with my own presence, I'm not sure how I would have felt about it. I might have thought like, okay, I have a love story with myself. Like, what is that supposed to mean? And that's definitely not going to fix what I'm feeling. So fuck off. (laughs) I don't know, something like that. But now that I have played with this idea a little bit more, I have realized that it's actually not cliche or airy at all. It's really a way of looking at things and a way of looking at your own life that can really, really change a lot just to appreciate your own existence enough to know that even though sometimes it can be hard, your own existence and the fact that you are alive should be reason enough to invest in yourself and prioritize yourself and also learn what it means to be okay by yourself as well. Also, I read once, and I'm not 100% sure how factually true this is because I did indeed not double check this fact but let's just say it's probably correct or something around this um i read that scientists estimate the probability of you being born at around one in 400 trillion which means the simple fact that you are alive and breathing is just so incredible like the fact that you are here experiencing life with yourself and it's you and you until the end of time you can't tell me without sounding cliche that that does not sound like an incredible love story from a movie but just the love story of you with yourself and you can't tell me that that is not reason enough to romanticize every moment in your life and to just live life to the fullest really And also I think sometimes it can really just be all in the head. Like for myself, I realized, yes, of course there were moments where I was struggling a lot with what I was experiencing and what I was feeling. And of course there are things that factually make being alone harder than being with someone. Like that is not, there's no debate about that. That is true. But I also realized there were moments where I was actually totally fine with my own self and with my own presence. And those moments were beautiful, but somehow I could just not see them. Like it was all in my mind that I could not see them. So let's just say as an example, maybe you are single right now. You are alone spending time by yourself and one evening you are home and you are watching Netflix by yourself in your room like you're just chilling watching something but again there is so much of this idea out there of being single and that's also something that's really pushed through like movies and songs and I think there are even memes out there like being single represents you being home by yourself watching Netflix while everyone else is out there having fun and that's something that represents something that is boring and miserable and not fun and you even have those like cliche ideas like being at home by yourself watching Netflix with a tub of ice cream being miserable like there's so much of this idea that has been kind of perpetuated and so 
in that moment, you might actually start to think, you know what, what I'm experiencing is not good. It's actually not what I want. It's actually not enough. And so that might make you start to think that you are unhappy in that moment. And you might actually then not appreciate that moment. And maybe your room's a mess and you're actually watching something that you don't even like. And it's already way too late. And like the moment will just become something that it didn't have to become based on perceptions and ideas that that actually don't come from you. Or maybe you saw something on social media that evening of someone else doing something else that evening or someone else doing something that looked more fun than what you're doing. And so you start to think, actually, my moment is not enough. Actually, this is not good. But it's all just perspective and mindset. And changing that mindset can change a lot because the minute you realize, actually, within myself, this is an amazing moment that I'm really appreciating and I'm actually totally okay with this and actually this is more than enough for myself, that might give you the motivation to get up and say, actually, you know what? This is my moment. I'm going to clear up my room. I'm going to light a nice candle. I'm going to watch something that I really enjoy. I'm going to make a bowl of popcorn, like something like that. And so you put effort into this moment and you change this moment, which actually you have been taught is something that should not be enough for you, but it becomes something that is enough for you because you are taking control over your own perceptions and your own experiences. Chapter two, build a support system. So as I was explaining in the beginning, for me initially, when I experienced being single and being alone for a longer period of time for the first time, at first I really just felt this huge void within myself and my own life. And in the beginning that void was so big and so overwhelming, I really didn't even know what to do with it. Like I think at first I was just being gobbled up by it, but then eventually further down the line I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to figure out how to fill this void in other ways because I cannot continue to live like this. But also at that point, I thought, well, relying on other people to fill that void was clearly not a good idea because look where that got me. And so I started to think this is something that I'm going to have to fill up by myself. And how do I do that? And parts of that were good because it pushed me to learn how to love myself and how to love my how to love my life, which is what we were talking about in the beginning. But eventually I also had to realize that that was not going to be enough. Like just learning how to feel this by myself is not going to be enough because there were things that I could not give myself by myself. And to realize that that's okay. Like it's okay to need other people in a way. I read a quote once from Esther Perel and she basically said, today we turn to one person to provide what an entire village once did, a sense of grounding, meaning and continuity. And that is so true. You know, I think especially nowadays where so many people are very disconnected from each other, we really have 
unrealistic standards and expectations that we put on this one person in our life, our partner and what they need to give us. And so when that partner is not there or we are experiencing being alone for a while, you can just feel like you have this huge void within yourself, which now has to be filled somehow. But it's just because there is also such a lack of support and community within the other areas of our lives. And it's fascinating almost because through the internet and social media, you would really think that we should all be very connected with each other because we have so many opportunities to connect. But I would argue that we are actually all very disconnected from each other, maybe the most that we have ever been. Because yes, we can know people from all around the world and people can see what we are doing all the time. But I think in that distraction, we are really missing what it means to build healthy, consistent, stable relationships in our lives outside of this dopamine high that we get from the illusion of connection with so many people when that is not giving us the fulfillment that we are actually looking for. And I think that's something that a lot of people are feeling in a way. And so if you feel lonely at the moment and as if your own presence is not enough for you, that doesn't mean that there is something missing within you or that you are not giving yourself enough in a way. Like it can mean those things, but it doesn't have to because I really think one of the biggest issues in our world nowadays is how disconnected we all are from each other and so that might also be something that you are feeling like just a want and a need for more healthy calm stable relationships in your life and that's a totally valid need like it doesn't mean that there is something wrong with you or that you are not giving yourself enough in a way like to have that need is okay and human And so for me on my journey, it was really about coming to a point where I thought, okay, I have this void now within myself and within my life that has been created through something that I have lost. And so how do I deal with this? And I personally didn't want to look to fill that void within the idea of a new relationship or someone new, because that was just a choice that I made for myself. Like I wanted to be by myself for a while and I wanted to be experiencing the idea of what it meant to be by myself and so it was about finding this balance of saying okay what are things that I need to learn by myself now like what are things that I can actually give myself in a lot of ways I just need to relearn what that means but what are also things that I cannot give myself and it's okay to look for those things in other relationships and friendships in my life. And I think that's probably what I'm the most grateful for, for this time where I was by myself. It's that I really started to invest more in relationships and friendships and family dynamics outside of the idea of one relationship, which I had not done in that way in the long time and the amount of love and support that came back in that was something where I really thought wow we are actually not we are not taught to look for that 
in those other ways. We are not taught that there is so much that can come back in those other ways as well. We are just taught to have these expectations for one person. And then when that one person is not there, our world is crumbling, but that's not based in reality. Like there is so much more in life outside of just that one idea. And there's so much more love and support to experience outside of that one idea. And that's more my point, you know, every phase we experience in life is so different. Like you will never, life is never the same. It's all always moving and changing and we always go through different phases. And all of these different phases are so valuable and they can all teach us so much. And so if your phase at the moment is being some with someone or it was being with someone, then that's amazing. And there's probably a lot that came out of that phase as well. But if your phase at the moment is not that, then that's not a reason why this phase right now cannot be filled equally with love and joy and fun and excitement in life in the way that we always project on the idea of being with someone else. And it might be different, you know, being alone might be a different kind of joy and excitement in the way that being with someone is. It doesn't mean that it has to be the same because none of those phases are ever the same, but it doesn't also mean that it cannot be equally fulfilling just in a different way. It's just about learning how to look at it that way and how to feel about it in that way. And I think if we learn how to do that and we continue to see every moment we experience in life as a way to grow and to evolve and we take the lessons from those phases then things will fall into place over time and again then that means this phase of yours will not continue forever it will simply not it will evolve into something else again and so make sure to enjoy this phase for what it is because it is beautiful in its own way and it is enough